received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Oh, so, well, hello there, Gabrielle. Oh, okay, well, pleased to meet you, Gabby. So, uh, what's the reason for this call today? Buffy. Oh, man, I've heard so many stories of people having overdoses. Is this one of those suicide attempts? Oh, yes. So she's been clean for so long, taking drugs. It's just too much for her body to handle. Yeah, I, I know the drug issue. But see, that's something that's just not going to go away. Drugs are going to be a part of the prison experience. They're going to be a part of the free world. Yeah, I, I agree with, with you 100%. And that's one of the things we're doing out here. We're fighting it. Except you're going to need people to cooperate. And when the money is there, money speaks very loud. Ah, wow. So, yeah. And that's another thing. You get in the prison and you... And you're surrounded by the type of people you should not be around. But I'm glad she found you. Sounds like you're a pretty good person. Okay. Well, you know, I, I can definitely reach out to her. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully she'll be okay. But I'm going to have to find out about her family and and her loved ones oh yeah i've been i've been doing this for a while so i guess that's one of the reasons why they referred you to me it's just that as you know it's not gonna be done overnight and it's definitely up to her buffy's gonna have to be 100 percent on board or she's just not gonna be able to reach her goals Well, good, good, yeah. Well, yeah, and and that that is a big problem. People just don't care about folks that are in prison, even if they're related to them. You know, I had a person contact me, and and he was telling me that his uh, fiance wanted to talk to me, but then when I reached out to her, she blocked me. So I guess she hadn't discussed it with her fiancé, and he hasn't discussed it with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there are people out here who do care. And I guess that's one of the things that causes friction. If uh, I want to help somebody that's in there, and the person doesn't want to be helped, yet I continue to push to help the person... It could cause a lot of strife, a lot of problems, and, and that's not what we're looking for. We're just looking to help people help themselves. We want them to quit for good, and good having the double meaning there. Yeah, I, I, I will definitely, uh, okay, okay, uh, but does she have... Uh, does she have any children? 
okay yeah so she's her f dad is missing just kind of ran off and her and her yeah you have 60 seconds remaining okay so she has a brother one brother oh two different dads okay all right i'll uh yeah yeah i can i can definitely do that so uh well i i am definitely glad you called and uh keep me posted on what happens to her i'll uh the you know if i since i'm not a family member i can't really call and check on her you have I'll, 30 seconds remaining but uh, if i can get a hold of her mother and do you have uh, any contact information on her oh fantastic good that's my first stop no no i'm glad you uh you reached out and yeah i'll definitely keep you in the loop it's a good thing that you do care but remember it's up to her we need to convince her to get on the right track Welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I'm Joel Wilborn. And this is a call based on a new person. Now, I've had a few people call me up for the first time. And it's me giving them like a little background of what I do. And usually when they call me, they refer to me and there's something that's going on in their life. On occasion, they're concerned about somebody that's in there and can't find anybody who can help. They'll need outside connection. And supportive relationships is something I strongly support. So let's just kind of create this scenario here. Now, I don't want to get anybody in trouble because the, the Department of Corrections, they retaliate severely on a lot of folks. So I don't want to allude to any real people but this is a combination, this is a blend of stories that I've run across these past few years. And so I'm giving you the inside story so that you'll have a, an understanding of some of the dangerous situations that occur within the prison. Now, this, this phone call was from Gabby. And Gabby is one of those seasoned uh, inmates, somebody who's been to prison a number of times and has been in prison probably longer than anybody in there. And she's an older lady and she is uh, very concerned about her friend who she wants to mentor, wants to help out. And her friend ran into some bad situations and wound up overdosing. So, let, let, let's create this, this story here. Now, Buffy came from a troubled childhood. She's fairly young. She wants to be loved. She feels that her family doesn't care about her her mom is an alcoholic 
her dad is kind of in her life, but more or less just disappears for for long periods, and she doesn't know if he's dead or if he's in jail. She just can't find him. But the few encounters she did have were kind of cold. Yet she still has that hope. She wants that connection, and she feels that her mom doesn't put forth any extra effort to help her. Now Buffy gets involved with drugs, spends all her money, loses her job, so she's homeless. She's living in a camp in a tent, and. She would just rather be high most of the time. She gets into the hardcore drugs, and she just does it because it helps her to escape. And she tends to gain weight when she's not using drugs, so she feels comfortable. And she feels that when she's using the drugs, that she has a little more confidence. She's learned through experience how to beat the system, and so、uh, she can hide her drug use. She uses、um, when she does use an,、uh, a needle, she sticks it in spots that don't create marks. So it's it's not easy just looking at her. To see that now she hangs out with a guy named Hubie, and Hubie is a big drug dealer. Loves the easy money, and he's willing to do anything to keep his drug business going. He's not involved in gangs because he's an independent person. He likes to work by himself. And keep the most profit, and he doesn't really trust anybody, because if you share your business or your insight or your secrets with other people, it could be used against you if this other person is caught. You know, there's there's people that don't want to go to prison, and so they'll they'll just start throwing out names. And Hubie's one of those that doesn't want to get involved in any of that stuff. He's like cool wind. He'll blow in, do his business, and blow out. So、uh, he provides the drugs to Buffy, who's a very good customer, and he has a little concern about her because you know her health is is dropping, and and she's beginning to show signs of wear and tear. Yet she does.、Uh, Help him out when need be. She'll deliver some drugs, pick up some drugs, and and she's a really good customer. So he doesn't really want to lose her, unless of course she dies, and then he'll move on. But he's not going to do anything to try and and、uh, make things easy for.、Her. So Buffy is she's getting. More and more depressed. She had a fight with her mom, so、uh, she leaves her mom's house and hooks up with、uh, a couple guys. 
there's a little conflict and stuff. They have some words, and the neighbors call, and the police come out, and Buffy gets arrested along with the other guys. So Buffy goes through the system, the justice system, and she is convicted, and she gets five years in prison. Now Buffy gets to prison, and she's put in a cell with a woman named CJ, and CJ is not really into having friends. She keeps to herself, which is a standard prison thing, because you know you have your prison rules and your prisoner rules. And prisoner rules is just don't rat on anybody, don't、uh, share any secrets, and、uh, help your、uh, cellmates and the other inmates the best you can, and just pretty much keep to yourself. Don't cause any trouble. So CJ is just the standard thing. She wants to get out, but she sees that Buffy isn't doing too well, and Buffy needs some narcotics. So CJ decides, well, if I keep the peace, I'll get her some narcotics, and it helps Buffy feels better. Now Buffy's not too familiar with the prison scene. And is talking to CJ. How can I get more of these? What's going on? CJ says you can pretty much get anything you need. You just have to have the right connections. So CJ's telling her about some online、um, situations where you can meet people who are desperate for companionship. And a lot of them are older folks, and they'll they're willing to give out some money. You just have to play the game. So Buffy says, "Well, okay, I'll try this."、And、CJ gets her hooked up, and she she meets a pen pal named Harem. And Harem is an older person. And Buffy says all the right things, you know. Oh, I'm so lonely. I, I, I'm looking for compassion.、Uh, it would be great to meet a person like you when I get out. I just can't find anybody who's willing to wait five years. And, and, and you know, they just had this little conversation, and they go on. But she knows that this is not her type of person. But she's willing to do what needs to be done, say what needs to be said, to get. Some extra money from this guy, and he's more than willing to send her some funds. So she has her sugar daddy, and you know when you think about it, he gets what he wants. He wants somebody to talk to that will call him, write him letters, send him emails, and that's what she does. And so she's able to fund her addiction. So she finds some connections in there, and then a person's、uh, source was arrested. So of course, Buffy talks about Hubie, 
And Hubie has done this many times before. He gets in contact with uh, a prison guard. And he plays the game as well. So the prison guard is willing to make a little bit extra money. Help out this really cool guy named Hubie. And Buffy continues to get her drugs. And then she remembers how Hubie would provide some of the hardcore stuff. And being in prison and having a bad relationship with the family is just taking a toll mentally on Buffy. And Buffy wants to get some of the hard stuff out. So Hubie makes a deal with her. She actually has Harem send Hubie some money under the guise that if she doesn't pay him, she'll get beat up by the other girls. Something we hear quite a bit. And Harem gives the uh, the money to Hubie, who then provides the hardcore drugs to Buffy, who has been using small amounts, whatever she could get, for an extended time, and it doesn't quite reach what she wants. She'll take a double dose and you know get a, a small buzz and get the, be able to sleep or be able to do her work as a janitor. And then, uh, but Buffy gets this hardcore stuff. She took it a couple of times outside of prison. But inside, after being away from um, the, her regular drug addiction, she takes what she thinks is healthy. Now, the one thing about drug addicts, they know their limit. If they take X amount of drugs, they'll know if they go over that, they can get hurt. If they go under that, it's not going to give them the effect. So, Buffy kind of goes by her past, what she did in the past. And it winds up giving her an overdose. Not something she wanted to do. And she's in the hospital. So that's where Gabby comes in. Gabby gives me a call. I contact her mother, go out and meet her. We discuss Buffy and what's going on. Her mother is very upset. I'm a terrible mother. I don't know what to do. How can I help her? I'm telling her she just needs to be there. She needs to listen to Buffy. And we work out a deal where she can call the prison and get an update on her health. Buffy does get better. We emphasize that Buffy needs to get into some kind of drug addiction. And her brother comes along who said, we don't get along because she hangs out with the wrong people. And I got into a fight with one of her boyfriends. And so he's willing to help as well. Now, supportive relationships 
can make or break a person. And Buffy's feeling really bad that her family is is dumped her. Yet they just feel that there's nothing they can do because they feel that she's on a downward spiral. But they do care about her. They just didn't know how quite to approach it. I get in contact with Buffy. Buffy's excited to be able to talk to her mom. Her mom is uh, got into uh, an alcohol treatment facility, so she's getting treatment for her alcoholism. Her brother's helping out. We are working to clean up the house because she has a house that she inherited from her father. And that's where Buffy grew up, but she had to leave because of the constant conflict with the alcoholism. So the brother, who's married, you know, he's doing well with himself, but he's doing what he can. And we're all working together to try to give her a decent place to be when she gets out. We're talking to the criminal justice system we're talking to the department of corrections we're working with them to try to get buffy the treatment that she needs and buffy most importantly is working with us and she's a lot more positive because she felt nobody cared and then of course she's a little deterred because she had been to a near death experience in order for anybody to pay attention to her and that's an obstacle that we have to overcome because yes it does appear that way but that's not it it's just that when you try to talk to somebody who's sober you can get through but then once they get high and they disappear or once they get so into their their demonic state, you know, the little demons that that force them into that downward spin, then it's really it's really tough to get through. And so uh the communication was the biggest thing. And now that she's getting proper treatment and she's able to listen, and over the phone the fact that not too many people want to talk to him on the phone the fact that she's able to talk to her mom on the phone and her brother and her other loved ones it gives her some confidence so buffy wants to get over this and buffy's trying now you see gabby had to call me but she called me because she cares and she's reaching out she wanted to reach somebody that could help i reached out to her family for supportive relationships who then reached out to other family members now uh there's no guarantee that others won't be messing with her you know Hubie is hard to find and Hubie wants to get that money but Hubie doesn't want any trouble and so 
it's easy to get him out of the picture. And the guard, a lot of them, they have emotional issues as well. You know, they get into a relationship with somebody. And when things happen, maybe somebody's blackmailed, or maybe somebody just feels that I need to do more than just to be there. Maybe I have to perform a service to keep this relationship going. I don't know. There's a lot of different things. It's all an individual thing. Yet, if you're looking for it, if you're one of those predators where you're looking for the weakness in people, you can play on it, and. Prison officials, government officials, community leaders, family members—everybody can fall prey to that stuff. It doesn't make them evil. It's just that they're looking for something and they're finding it in the wrong spot. And we're able to push Hubie out of the picture. We're able to pull Mom back into the picture, and we're able to get a brother who can relate. And we'll listen. And so, will Buffy get out of it? Don't know. It's a, it's a process. It's a process that will never end. So, that's a little scenario that's based on this phone call, and based on things that has happened, and that I've been working on. Some things I'm still working on. So it gives you a little understanding of how important supportive relationships can be. Now, if you go to my YouTube channel, the Joel Wilborn YouTube channel, and you do a search for OxyWord, you can listen to some incarcerated people discuss their stories, and I have one in there on three ways. To reduce crime and recidivism, I uh, hope that you'll listen to that because it, it I share some of my experiences based on the advice and the wisdom of the people who are locked up. I think if you're going to go after drug addicts, you should talk to people who are experienced with that. If you want to go after drug dealers? You need to talk to people who are experienced with that. Gang leaders, murderers—they have、uh, an understanding of what's going on, and they can help fight this. And a lot of these folks have been there, and they want to—they want to help. They want to redeem themselves. They're locked up. They feel bad about the crime they committed, and they want to make amends. And some of them continue to ask me, "Is there anything else I can do?" And I definitely call them. So the YouTube channel can give you an, an understanding, and hopefully, we'll be able to reduce the prison population and get people out there. With their families and have a lot of the experiences that we all take for granted, and it starts with one simple thing: listen, listen to them, and take what they say seriously. How hard can that be? Well, thanks for tuning in. Go out, have a wonderful day, and make fantastic memories for tomorrow.